9, we're going to begin there at verse 23. And I'm continuing on in my series on what the gospel according to Jesus is. Um, what he has uh, said specifically about the good news of salvation. And how we are to uh, listen to it, obey it, accept it, uh, turn towards him. And I hope that you have heard the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ and have turned to Him today. And especially in, in lieu of baptism, you know, baptism is the outer sign of an inward work. And, uh, you know, with, with God there's always the visible and the invisible. The kingdom of God is still invisible in this world. It exists in the hearts of, 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 of the people. Um, the visible representation of God's kingdom, of course, is the church. And uh, Paul describes the church as an embassy. Um, the work of the gospel that Jesus does within a person's life when they accept Him as Savior and believe, that's the inward work that Christ does in the heart. Baptism is, is the sign that um, I have accepted Christ as my Savior and I am um, wanting to be part of His church. And that, those are the things. So baptism is, is really about entrance into the church. But within our hearts, we're already entered into the kingdom through our, um, through our acceptance of Christ as Savior. And so those who desire baptism are really desiring to profess visibly what God has done within them, in their hearts. And I'm glad for that today. So Jesus talks about what, the heart, um, what, 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 the, what salvation does for a person's heart here in this passage, and um, what he calls us to do. You know, the call to the gospel is not just forgiveness of sins, but it's a call to service, as we talked about last time. But not just any kind of service, a self-sacrificing kind of service. Here's what Jesus says in Luke 23. <clears throat> and he said to all, If any would come after me, let him deny himself, and take up his cross daily, and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits himself? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words of him will the Son of Man be ashamed when he comes in his glory and the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. But I tell you truly, there are some standing here today who will not taste death until they see the kingdom of God. Let's pray. Lord, we just ask God that you add a blessing to the reading and to the hearing of your word. Father, let it go forth and not return void. And it's in your name I pray. Amen. As um, Americans, a, a lot of times we... Um, take things for granted and we forget how um, uh, especially the younger generation how people um, built their lives and built their incomes and and spent time trying to um, find homes and purchase them or to build up um, enough money to um, you know help them in retirement and those kinds of things or, or to help them have a home and you know so, some of you um, uh, had lived at the end of the Great Depression, even, and, and, and know what it's like to struggle. But I think um, um, because of our prosperity in America, and because of, of, of this, uh, uh, especially this culture of the Internet, we tend to like to have things the easy way. 
We tend to like to have an instant gratification. It's the fast food syndrome. It's the microwave syndrome. Um, we, we want things instantly. We want things easy. Um, and, and, and even to the point where um, we, we want to make sure that we get along with everyone. Um, that, that, that's our, our, our society today. And, and of course, um, sometimes as, as believers, we want to get along, go along to get along. And, uh, you know, people tend to um, uh, want acceptance. I mean, that, that's one of our basic needs is to be accepted and, 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 and to have belonging in the world. And in fact, to a certain degree, that's what Christianity teaches, um, isn't it? That, that we get along with everyone that, that is, you know, as far as it, as it remains with us, we, try, we want to get along with people. And our, our tendency is, is to, uh, to go ahead and go with the flow because sometimes that's easier. Because we want to keep our, our friends and our family and, uh, and, and we want to have an, an, an ease in life. And I think sometimes we value that sometimes over the truth of the gospel. And Jesus is making it very clear here that if anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Christianity is countercultural or countercultural. It goes against the baser natures of humanity, of, of, of our hearts within us. It claims to have uh, the truth of creation and life and of humanity and, and who we are and what we are. God, God made the world and he, he made it the way that He wanted to make it. He made us to be in His image. We spent a, a long time, a series on that. He, he made us to be um, people that He could relate to and love. He made us like Him so that, that, that we could do that. And, and he is the basis of truth and of all reality. It all starts with Him because He is the creator of it all. And so there, there is what we call an objective truth. And, and that, that is the, 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 the way of the world with which God had made, has made things and the way also for the world to be restored to Him. And He has done that, as we have said, through the Son, Jesus Christ, and His sacrifice. But because of, of a darkened and sinful world that we still live in, we still live in, in a fallen world uh, under the oppression of, of, um, of sin and, and, and under God's judgment because of our wickedness. We, we still li live in, 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 that, in, in a world, even if we're, we're saved and we've given our hearts to Jesus Christ and, we, and we've separated ourselves um, for, for, for Him. The, the world is still in, in, in darkness and sin out there. It's, whenever the Bible talks about the world, it generally means the godless world that, that has rejected God and turned away from Him and, and, and is on a path of, of self-destruction and also ultimately of God's judgment. But because you know, we've found the truth of the gospel... We found the true way uh, which, which God has revealed through His Son, Jesus Christ. We, we've set ourselves on a path to where we, we, we are lights in a darkness that's all around us. And that automatically invites um, people to reject us. Just by the fact that, that, that we have found the truth of the universe through Jesus Christ in God, 
That, that alone pits us against a world that, that is so ready to reject everything that God has and everything that is good. It was just the other day that, um, and, and this, this has happened over the years, and, and you can probably think of examples, um, but, but even just recently, there was a Porsche commercial where they were filming, or they, 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 they were filming a commercial for Porsche, and um, there was a, one of the statues out there uh, of Christ standing up, you know, a uh, large statue on a pedestal with his arms spread wide. And what Portia tried to do was to edit Christ out of that commercial so that, that he would not be in the background. That's how the world is going today. And, and I'm sure you can think of plenty of examples too. Christianity, for some reason, has become countercultural. And even though Jesus teaches us to love others, and even though Jesus teaches to tell us, tells us to go and do good to all people, and even though, it, even though the gospel is, is something that, that, that is supposed to be very loving and very positive, the world still hates it. The world still rejects it. Why? Because it sheds light on men's darkness and calls them to come out of it. Jesus says, if anyone would come after me, let him first, number one, deny himself, two, take up his cross daily, and three, follow me. And all those things have to happen for, for us to find salvation in this life. Yes, I know it's, it's about repentance and faith, but that starts us on a journey. Starts us on a journey of service like we talked about last, last week. But not just any kind of service. It, talks, it tells us that it, 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 it's a service even when the world out there rejects us. To deny yourself means to put the interest of others above ourselves even, even though they're, they're against you and even though they, they hate you and even though they're, they're, they're trying to uh, silence you in, in, in various ways. We're called to deny ourselves first, to, to put our own self-interest aside, to put off, first and foremost, it's about putting off sin. That's what repentance, we talked about repentance. You know, repentance means I'm putting off my sin. I'm, I'm, I'm denying myself those sinful pleasures in life that so many people get, in, get involved in. But also it has to do with, with all self-interest, all selfishness, all self-centered pride. It has to do with getting rid of those things in our hearts and lives. Pushing the, those things away. Getting rid of those things. And turning to Jesus Christ to deny yourself, to take up your cross, and to follow Him. Denying yourself is that, that step. And then, then, of course, he says here, you know, to take up your cross daily. Now, <clears throat> we have a sense of what the cross is. And, and for Christians, the cross, even though we know it's the, it's the instrument of, of Christ's death, <clears throat> we know it's also the, 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 um, the instrument of our salvation. But when Jesus gave these words, this is before His cross, this is before He suffered and died, this is before that the disciples understood that 
his cross would be salvation. What they understood the cross to be and, and, and what, it, um, uh, at, uh, what, what it actually um, denotes is the Roman torture device that, that they used to execute their criminals. And, and people who were murderers and thieves, robbers, um, th those who committed capital offenses um, were um, you know, strung up in a horrible way on the cross. And what people were forced to do, the, f the further that humiliation, they were to carry their cross beam uh, through the streets before a crowd of people. And a lot of times there, there was jeering, there was um, slander, people threw things at that people. Um, you know, during that whole time that the person was carrying that crossbeam to their place of execution. And of course, um, we know um, from the end of this story that Jesus actually did take up his cross and suffer and die as a sacrifice for the people. But he's telling us that what you have to do is to take up your cross daily and follow me. Now what is, I mean, is he saying, of course he's not saying a, a literal cross here. Because how can you take up your cross daily if you're suffering on that cross and then dying physically? What he's and some of these guys that, that were listening, some of his disciples did go through a cross and, and, and suffered at, at the hands of the Roman government in that way. But what he's saying here is that, that it, it's part of the idea of denying yourself. The gospel calls us to get rid of our, our selfish self-interest, to focus on only ourselves, and, 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 to, and to put off the, these things about self-pleasure, begin focusing on others, but it's also you know, this idea of, of a sacrifice. We become a living sacrifice before God. And, and, and even as we're carrying that crossbeam, uh, th those who stand against us are jeering us and insulting us and, and making fun of us. We still carry that crossbeam through the streets. Why? Because we're doing it as Jesus did before the world in order to save them. Because Jesus didn't come to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. In the hopes that... that that us walking through the streets with that cross beam on our... I, I, I'm denying myself, and, and in spite of what you guys are doing, I'm trying to be an example for Jesus Christ. I'm trying to show His pattern of living before you. Even in the midst of that, what we end up doing is, is, is being examples for Christ. And that, that is our goal. To be, now not only to repent of our sins and, and, and to be saved ourselves, but also to get rid of our self-interest and begin thinking about others around us and showing them a demonstration of Christ's love. And in spite of your rejection, I'm going to be an example for Jesus Christ. And I'm going to put others above myself. I'm even going to put my detractors above myself and reach out to them with the love of Christ. Now, we're not promised that we'll, you know, um, be preserved in this life. There might even be persecution and martyrdom, of course, which means death. It might mean that. 
And so, so, to, be, so to claim the name of, of, of Christ, to claim that you're a Christian, is, is, is something that, that you need to weigh and something that you need to think about. In one sense, yes, it does mean re our reward in heaven is, is assured. And we have an assurance of our salvation if we've given our hearts and lives to Jesus Christ. But because we hold the truth of the universe, and because um, we, we were holding to, to the, the right way, and because we're holding to God's way, we're going to have people that come up against us and reject us. We're going to have people that... that um, Spit in our faces because we're believers. But we hold on. Why? Because we have the truth of the universe. The absolute truth. The, the only truth that matters is that God exists and that, those, and, he, and that He rewards those who seek after Him. And that God Himself, in time and space, even though He allowed humanity to choose Him or not choose Him, he did something about it by sending His Son, Jesus Christ, to suffer and die for the sins of our people, to satisfy God's um, anger against sin and, 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 and His judgment, and, 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 and to free us from, from, uh, as a ransom from, from the devil and, his, and all His angels and all His works. There, 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 there are several facets of what the atonement does for us. It makes us right before God because... Of, of His judgment against wickedness and evil. But it also frees us fr from the enslavement of sin and of darkness so that we can walk in God's glorious life, so that we can walk in the truth and have His reward at the end. But again, that means that we're going to have rejection in this, in this world and in this life. It's, it, 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 it's not slick to be a Christian. It's not cool you don't become part of the cool kids club. You, you don't become popular by being a Christian. And some have tried to, to make Christianity popular. So, so, some have, have done that. And, and, and when they do that, they, they lose the soul of what Christianity is. But Jesus, when He came and began preaching and teaching, He says in Matthew 5, Blessed are those who are persecuted. He also says, Blessed are those when others revile you and persecute you for my name's sake. He says, Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. <laughs> in other words, when people reject you and persecute you, it's time to jump up and down and celebrate. That sounds weird to us. We like to go along to get along. We like to be. Um, we we like to have friends, and uh, we we like to you know ha have the favor of of people around us. But because the gospel offers the truth to the world, people are going to reject it. People are going to be upset about it. But if we want to gain the crown of glory, we've got to hold on to it. We've got to hold on to that truth and follow Jesus all the way into His kingdom. Why? Because He warns us. For whoever, in verse 26, For whoever is ashamed of me and my words of him will the Son of Man be ashamed when He comes in His glory and the glory of the Father and of His holy angels. But I tell you truly, there are some standing here who will not taste death 
until they see the kingdom of God. That verse 26, For whoever is ashamed of me and of the gospel of him, I will be ashamed when I come into my glory, in the glory of the Father and the glory of the holy angels. We have to understand again that what Jesus is offering us is the absolute truth. There is a reality beyond our own reality. That is, that, that again, that God exists, that heaven exists, that God sits in glory on His throne, and, and that He has the holy angels around Him. And one day, that, 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 that kingdom of God and the earth are going to become one. We know that from Jesus' own teaching and from uh, all the teaching of the Old Testament and the teaching of the book of Revelation. One day, that they're going to join each other again. The veil between this world and, and, and the world beyond is going to be lifted. But because of the darkness of sin and, and, of, and of the strife that's in the world, that, that, that veil still exists. But God is building His kingdom one person at a time, building His community one, 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 one group of people at a time. And at, and at a time when He decides that this is the number of people coming in, you know, he, he's got a number in mind. I don't know what that number is. I don't know what that date is in time. No one knows. And anyone claims to know that is wrong. But at some point in time, Christ is going to return. He's going to sweep the wicked away in, in, in the judgment. Those who had never given their hearts and lives to Jesus Christ. And He's bringing His glorious kingdom into the world. The glory that He shares with, his, with the Holy Father and with the holy angels. And, and we're going to see that one day. We have the truth, and, and for us in this life, to give up on the gospel, to give up on the good news of Jesus Christ, to give up on, on the Christian life, because a few people over here are jeering us and throwing things at us. Jesus says, we're, we're gonna, you're, you're going to forfeit all that. Anyone who's ashamed of me and, and of the gospel, of him I will be ashamed of when I come into my kingdom. We've got to hold on to Christ all the way. We've got to follow Him all the way in spite of the noise around us, in spite of the persecution, in, 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 in spite of um, what our peers want us to do, in spite of what, what our employers want us to do, in spite of what these big corporations want us to do, and, and trying to control what we buy and, and, and how we, we, we accept their, their agendas what the government is trying to tell us to do. The only thing that, that matters right now is God Himself and His kingdom. And too many people today want to play religion. Too many people want to accept what the culture is, is putting out there. There are, too many, there, there are churches right now denominations right now splitting over the issue of, of homosexual marriage and, and of approving homosexuals as, as pastors, as clergy, as bishops. And the Bible very clearly says that that's a sin and that if we want to follow Jesus, we must deny ourselves, take up our cross and follow Him. I mean, there are people who, who might have and been born with that tendency 
to be attracted to, to people of their same sex. That, that, that may be true. But that does not determine behavior. That does not determine the decision. That, 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 is, that does not mean that, 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 you know, that there, there's lust and that there's actual intercourse with, with people of the same sex. That doesn't have to happen. A person who has repented of their sins and have given themselves to Jesus Christ can, can live for Him without all of that if they'll put their trust and faith in Him. This whole idea of, of, of genetics to me is, is, is a farce. It's all about surrendering yourself to God and allowing Him to work in your life. That, and the same thing applies to alcohol. I've heard you know, lots of times that they've, they found the gene that, that, that uh, makes people addicted to alcohol. Well, if, if you never get into it and, 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 and you, you, know, you don't ever get drunk, you, you, you can avoid it. Or even if you do get into a pattern of, of drinking and fall into it, God can free people from that. We must deny ourselves, take up our cross daily and follow Him. Drug addictions, Christ can free people from that if they'll let Him. But we've got, they, when, when, when they repent and believe in Him, they've got to take up that cross daily and follow Him. We have to make a daily decision that I am going to um, focus on, on You, Lord, and do what You've called me to do and live by the truth. And, and, and to live daily for you, whatever it is that you're doing, whatever it is, whatever occupation you find yourself in. You know, God has called us to, to work and, and uh, to um, be, be caretakers of, of this world. I mean, I mean even, even before the curse of sin happened, God had work for Adam to do, and that was to tend the garden, to keep it from being overgrown and, you know, God loves life, he says, but that life has to be controlled and I'm letting you control it, Adam. And Eve, by the way. She joined them in that work of caring for the garden. You and I ha have work that, we've called, that we're called to do. You, you and I are in an occupation. You, you, you and I are, are making money and, 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 and by the toil of our, of our brows, uh, we, we, we build a living. But as we go along in our daily lives... We, we can give ourselves to Christ. We, 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 we can dedicate our work to Him. I, I'm, I'm working for you, Lord, and, and, and through my work, I'm going to be a witness to other people. I'm going to show them the love of Christ through what I'm doing. I'm going to treat others better than I treat myself. Jesus said the two greatest commandments, love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and mind and strength, Love your neighbor as yourself. We can live that out daily in our lives. The occupation that, that I do is a sacrifice for my family to care for them. That's a sacrifice. The other, people in my family, I treat them better than I do myself because I'm working for them. You know, <clears throat> Paul talks about this in Ephesians 5. You know, he does say um, in, in, in there that says, Wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord. But it also says, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church 
and gave himself up for her in order to sanctify her. So there's this, this mutual sacrifice, this mutual crucifixion that husbands and wives go through for each other on a daily basis. Wives do it by respecting their husbands and, and taking care of, of the household. Men, men, men do it by giving up their whole lives for, for their wives and their family out of his love for them. There, 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 there's a sacrifice. Each person is, is elevating the other <laughs> in doing that. Now, am I saying that women shouldn't go out and work? No, of course not. But there are roles where God has established. You know, women are far better nurturers than men. I can tell you that right now. And, 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 and men um, are, are, you know, tend to be the um, ones who go out and set the example and are, um, show, show their families how to sacrifice and how to work. Men are, I think, more um, inclined to... Um, uh, be spiritual leaders of the household, and, and, and women are, are, are more inclined to be nurturers. Of course, there's, there's spiritual aspects to that too. But, there, but I'm, what I'm saying is that there are roles where, where the husband and wife make mutual sacrifices. That's denying yourself. And especially if you love Jesus Christ and you're in, interested in following Him, you deny yourself for the sake of your family. Ma ma marriages are busting up all over because people have, have, have refused to deny themselves and take up their cross daily for their spouse and for their children. And the devil has destroyed the American family today. Because we have, but as Christians, we have, again, the chance to show an example by, by denying ourselves, taking up our cross daily, and following Jesus all the way into glory to show a, a, a sin-darkened world and uh, the, the love of Christ, even as they're jeering us, even as they're making fun of us, even as they're throwing things at us, even as, as they're trying to cancel us, we have a glorious opportunity to continue to walk down that street with the cross on our backs and looking at others around us and say, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Showing that love of Christ. Showing His sacrifice. Christ can do it if we but let Him. And I want to ask you today, have you fully committed yourself to Jesus Christ? Have you fully given yourself to Him? Are you taking up your cross daily and following Him? Have you committed yourself to the truth of Jesus Christ so that you can have your reward in the end? But He does give us blessings and promises in this life as well. That even as we're suffering at, at, at the derision of the world, Christ is with us. And greater is He that is in me than he that is in the world. Let's stand.